All right, we are live. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Virtual. Uh, it is myself, Zane, with Ronnie. We apologize for no game talk earlier this week. It ended up being a busier than usual weekend, and we didn't want to just talk about games that we hadn't played or had barely jumped into. So we'll uh, we'll try to double up for this coming weekend. But this is a news episode. We are excited because there have been some pretty big announcements, and um, I mean, Ronnie, I, like I'll, I'll let you I'll let you take it from here because I know you had been messaging me and I, and you caught some of the upload VR showcase, which is where a lot of our news will be coming from. So, yep. What were some of the big takeaways for you? What are the, some some of the big points that you wanted to touch on? Well, first of all, I just wanted to like congratulate the upload VR people on a on a good mm -hmm. show. I thought like my 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 probably biggest takeaway from the show is that despite you know all the all the you know stay at home uh, work remote type stuff that would have made something like that even more difficult than usual to, to kind of get all, uh, figured out. I thought they did a really good job and the show in general, uh, was, was smoother and much more like professional and polished than last year's show. Mm -hmm. So like, as far as not that last year's show was terrible or anything, but I, I thought like my initial impression was just in terms of production value and everything. I yeah. thought they really stepped it up this year and everything seemed you know, to, to be nice and flowy. And for the most part, um, it looked like in general, a lot of the developers are kind of figuring out a little bit more how to show off their games. So yeah. there was, there was a lot more, you know, yeah, a, a lot more, uh, a lot more polished trailers overall, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's as, as VR enthusiasts, it's nice to be able to, to see that. So like you said, just want to congratulate them on a great show. Super yep. entertaining and and very informative. Uh, yeah, know, it, it definitely gets regular, and I don't mean this in a in any derogatory way. It definitely gets regular folks excited, right? Obviously, we're always excited about VR, but you know the people who are kind of just peripherally in, um, yep. you know, there's the, there's always some really cool takeaways from this. So I yep. actually pulled up uh, one of the articles from Upload VR that has all of the main show reveals. So uh, we could just use that as a, as a guide. What do you think? Sure. And, and I mean, I guess my other, so, you know, my first impression was production value wise. I thought the show was great. Um, my other takeaway, unfortunately, was just that in general, like it, it was kind of hit or miss for me in terms of like big news items. Like I didn't leave, I didn't leave the show super, super pumped about future games, but at the same time, that's kind of to be expected. Like if you think about what, like the, the list of, of, of stuff that they had to show it's not that like a lot of these smaller titles were really cool and exciting and i'm and i can't wait to play them but at the same time like the 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 bigger studios like oculus and um you know valve for example like the, those bigger developers ea which had kind of their own separate show uh to to you know that we're going to talk about later mm -hmm. um all those bigger players they're going to be showing things off on their own yeah. So the upload VR stuff is really meant to to show off the smaller titles that people wouldn't necessarily, uh, you know, th these these games wouldn't necessarily fit under any other type of show. Mm -hmm. And so, so like on one hand, you know, it doesn't have the same draw as some of those bigger shows. But at the same time, I think like going forward, I think, and, and we can talk about some of the stuff that was uh, mentioned in the show here in a bit. Um, but going forward, I almost think what would be really cool is if a lot of these smaller titles were, were games that were going to, like if they could stagger their release dates to coincide with the show or, 
at least have something playable so that like this momentum and this, this PR push that they get from the show, having so many people tune in, if that could like directly translate into getting someone to purchase a game or getting someone to download a demo, I think yeah. that's like that. I think that's where something like this is going to have the most value for developers, but, but I don't know, like, well, I'm sure they're thinking of that stuff. I, and, and I mean, these are all, so I, I agree with you completely. Cause you know, a lot, a lot of it is, you know, smaller titles that people may not yeah. necessarily hear of. A lot of it is also just kind of uh, titles that are reaching new platforms. Right. So a couple of ones that yeah. we'll probably talk about coming yep. out of quest, things yep. like that. Um, yep. But you know, I, I would say we're, it, the, the industry is still relatively young. So for sure. And, and the, the big, elephant in the room here for me when you were kind of going through that is the fact that you know we're, we're kind of in the middle of this pandemic right with with yeah. covid so i wonder how many things were disrupted uh in that sense and, and i'm hoping because of the fact that they had such a solid show this year yeah next year developers and and people who are trying to take advantage of the of the spotlight that will be and and the attention that that this show garners um mm -hmm there will be a lot more actionable things for people to do coming out of it. But, yep. you know, uh, on the whole, I think there's still a lot of really great stuff. And Oh, I for think, sure. You know, and so, as, yeah. So. Yeah, so so I'll go through the list of stuff that just kind of caught my attention during yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, we, we don't have to go through everything, but I just really yeah. it up. I, so, so one game that I haven't played, apparently it's been on other non-VR platforms, but VR it apparently would, suits VR very well. And I don't know if it's already, I think it might already be out, um, is Space Team VR. And that's a game that's come to my attention before. And for whatever reason, I didn't pick it up quite yet. And so I'm wondering if, cause, cause my notes here say there was a space, a space team VR video. And then there was mention of a new update. So it looks like, yeah. So, so is it out already? Because this, this game looked really cool to me. So well, here's, here's the trailer yeah. share on there. And see, scroll down in the in the article. I just want to. And we're on Upload VR's site right now, just to mm -hmm. bring up some of the the trailers, and then to kind of remind ourselves of some of what. See, so it it says we already think that Space Team VR is a great VR party game. Party game with cross and that's what local multiplayer modes fleshing. Yeah. Out see, and yep. so I, so I I think I came across maybe a, a review of the game or something before, and I hadn't quite picked it up yet. But um, but this reminded me that this is a, a game that looks really cool because I like fun, goofy multiplayer games are kind of the thing, the, the way to go. And I'd be curious to see um, if it, if it supports quest. I, I don't think it's on quest yet, which is. Uh, I was doing launch on PSVR in the future. I don't okay. believe I see it available. So that's me. what, so it says vocal weight, go down just a little bit. I, I saw a mention of the quest. It says run, ruining vote for quest and PC users. See, so there, so see, so oh, that's a game. Yeah. So I, I might need to pick it up because it seems like the perfect kind of game uh, for me. If I can play, if I can have one person playing on a quest and the other person playing on the PC yeah. um, and then, and then potentially people join online, it, it seems kind of like goofy. Like it, it sounds, it sounds kind of like there's an element of like weird teamwork involved with kind of like, you know, goofy hijink kind of, I don't know. It, it looks fun. Yeah. I mean, well, one, one of the places that, you know, VR, I feel like really excels in is almost kind of this arcadey feel, right? Just because, um, you know, not, not every experience needs to be this in-depth long play type of, of gamer experience. So yep. having a lot of these things and, and because 
um, and, and I say this endearingly, but VR still being in a stage where it's probably viewed as more of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? But almost like, like a novelty, right? Yeah, I was going to say like a gimmick or something. Like a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. and I don't, I didn't, that, that word came to mind, but I was like, okay, I think I can find a better word. But, sure. but yeah, no, t totally. Like where it's just like, hey, you know, for, for all the people that, haven't even been introduced to VR yet. Like this is a totally easy way to get them into something where it's just like, whoa, this is cool. Like I didn't, again, didn't know the technology existed, but this is just a fun, easy way for me to jump in and not just do it myself, but jump in with others potentially in the same party or in the same room if there's multiple headsets. Yep, no, exactly. So that, that was one thing that kind of stood out to me. And then another game in the same vein that is I know is not out yet, uh, but it's from the Vertigo Games folks. And I, we had brought it up on a, on a previous one uh, episode before, just in terms of the announcement. It's Traffic Jams. Yes. I and so Traffic Jams, I mean, I, I downloaded the demo. So there is a demo that's available now. And I thought that was really smart on Vertigo Games' part mm -hmm. um, to, to bring it out. And I know they're publishing. So I, I can't remember off the top of my head who the actual developer is. But... Um, yeah, the, the thing I learned about traffic jams during during the show is that... Oh, see, that's what I should have known. It was from Res Resolution Games, which they've made Akron and Keep Talking... or not? No, they didn't make Keep Talking and No One Explodes. Did they make... I'm trying to see if I'm mixing a couple of things together. Did can look it uh, up so that we fact... No, yeah, no, no, no. That does... I am mixing things up. So that's that's a game that I want to bring up later. So, so for now, I, I mean, Traffic Jams in, is, you know, it's being published by Vertigo Games. It doesn't have any connection mm -hmm. with the Resolution Games folks or anything like that. Um, but it, it no, looks kind of like a cool multiplayer game. Talking and nobody explodes. Yeah, so they, they mention it in the vein of those games, as in like a fun local multiplayer type thing. See, so you're able to play. There's going to be someone in the headset, and then you can interact uh on on mobile devices and stuff to kind of yeah, so no, i know we had talked about it but this it's actually cool yeah. to see it implemented like that that's what so th this these games i mean this game looks really really cool um and there's a demo out right now so actually i'm really excited to i think everything in this demo that's being shown uh or in this trailer is maybe part of the demo so mm -hmm. um so yeah i i encourage people to go check out the demo now it's available in steam uh at least i'm not sure if it's on on the Oculus store, but on steam, I saw the demo there and yeah, it looks really cool. Like I was excited to see a game that's going to incorporate couch co-op because especially like here with the family, that's a big hit. Like for me anyways, I have one headset. I usually have multiple people that are waiting to play. And so this gives other people something to do. That's also fun. So, mm -hmm. well, I mean, we, we've been excited about local multiplayer for a long time. And I think a lot of that was before only available with PC VR through the PC itself, right? So, yep. and sometimes those controls are like difficult. It's, it, you know, it's, I mean, it can be, it can be somewhat tricky for people to navigate. And also I felt like it was so new that the, the, the state that the developers were in, in terms of where, where it was at in terms of ideas was still very basic, right? Like I think of Panoptic, for example. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like, if you can, you know, everybody can jump online and, and people, everybody's got a, a smartphone these days, people are able to jump in. Uh, that is actually really exciting to me. And then the next game I wanted to bring up was called Operencia. And this game just looked neat. So apparently, so this game is already out in non on non VR platforms. So it's a standard like first person 
dungeon crawler type game on flat flat screens. It's called the Operencia. Pulling it up so, right now. Okay. So this was the announcement that it's coming to VR. And I just thought it looked really cool because it looks like a game that would fit VR really well. And just the 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 style the, like the art style in the game and the sense of atmosphere that I got from the from the trailer just looked super, super interesting. So it, it looked like a place that I would want to be just exploring and and it looked like the mechanics were fairly like they, they looked like they would be mechanics that would probably work in VR, like as opposed to adapting something like Skyrim or like mm-hmm. it, it looked like it would suit it would suit VR really well. So yes, Wait, this reminds me, what was that early game? Yeah, um, that's, uh, that's what it reminded me of, too. And it is. Oh, come on. Like it, it's on the tip of my tongue. No. Um I, I never I never finished it, but um... yeah, it, early on I was having trouble with some of those games uh, running on my computer. It's it wasn't it was it came out the same time as like it was a launch title, right? And they, yeah. gosh, okay, it's it's gonna kill me now. Hold on, I'm yeah, gonna... no, you have to look it up. Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. Continue. And I and I think there was even a sequel that came out recently to that other like a few months ago, anyways. But, okay, I'll, I'll look it okay. up. Okay, so ahead. look it up. But anyways, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, was just I just thought this exactly looked cool. Like and, and actually where it looked different to me was in just in terms of it looks like the character designs are really, really like, I don't know. It's just something about it really like grabbed my attention. And so mm-hmm. it's definitely, and then, and it looks like the non-VR versions of the game rated fairly highly. So I'm excited to see what this game could be like in VR. So this is definitely like on my list of I'm going to, keep keep my eye open for it and when it you know comes out in vr i'm gonna i'm gonna see how it does and potentially pick it up uh no i'm, I'm like literally looking by release date which is not gonna go well because i have to, <laughs> to yeah go, uh, they don't they don't do it the other way around it's oh god i i, I know the aesthetic like uh, it, it's it, like stuck in my brain it's like a, it's a classic like anybody who had a, a rift or, or or a vibe early on all right i'm gonna look up hold on i can find it okay i think i can find it um hold on Come well on. okay so with that being said uh you go ahead and look it up maybe you'll have more luck than me okay so um, so yeah uh, so the next the next game on my list oh sorry go ahead oh i was gonna say uh Oh, there it is. Vanishing Realms. Vanishing Realms. Yep. All right. Good find. How did you find yeah. it? Just by chance. I happened to I I I googled HTC Vive Dungeon Crawler and then uh, I saw a Reddit post that said are there good ones and I clicked it and just someone, someone in there mentioned it and I okay. it like jumped out at me. All right, all right. Good good find. Okay. Let's let's continue then. All right. So then so then the next game that just kind of caught my eye in terms of something I want to look out for is Lon L O N N by six Sense studios. And it looks like it's kind of a cyberpunk story driven type game. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that it's in VR, I, I, I think there's a lot of games that kind of like have that aesthetic right now that are coming out in the future. But this just, the fact that it's in VR, it looked really, really cool. Um, I know six Sense studios just in terms of like, they, I mean, it, they're like one of the bigger names in VR. So just yeah. it stood out to me as, oh, interesting that they're behind it. And so this is just one what, what that. What put out? Um, you know, I as far as games, I can't really recall off the top of my head. I should know. Um, 
but just in terms of they they were behind like some hardware stuff and they were like a big player early on in vr this reminds so, me a lot of sirento yeah it kind of does but it but it, it with a little bit of like grabbing weapons and stuff from like sirento mixed with blades and sorcery mixed with i don't know like half-life alex a little not a little, really a uh, little robo recall element in there when you're yeah so i don't know it, off, this yeah. could be kind of generic or it could be really really cool so i just i wanted to mention it just in terms of this is something definitely when i watched it i thought to myself oh this looks like it could be something really cool like so so again like we haven't played any of these games but uh just just from watching this trailer it looked like something fun yeah, I, I mean, so the thing is, like, you know, sometimes a game doesn't need to be completely original, especially, yeah. like, as we go along, there's going to be less and less originality as, you know, the limitations of VR start start to be reached in terms of what is currently capable or where the technology sure. is at. But if you can take a couple of different ideas or elements from that were positive from other games and put them together, and not just put them yeah. together, but execute them really well... You yep. know, like I look, I, I'm looking at this. I get Sirento vibes. I get Darth, uh, or I get the um, Star Wars being able to use the Force vibes. Uh, that whole Robo Recall thing. You know what I mean? So it's like taking yeah. a lot of a lot of really cool elements from different games potentially, or, or or yeah, just different games and experiences, and putting them together. And if the gameplay is great, storyline is cool. I I mean, hey, I, I'm all for trying it. Yep. And there is no, you know, release date or anything on that. So that was one thing that I saw people were kind of like, oh man, like, but, but it does look cool. So, um, and then let me see another one that I kind of thought just sounded neat and I'd have to see kind of what it ends up looking like. It's called agents. A G E N C E. A G E N agents got it yeah and this one i just thought was cool more like in concept i don't really know exactly how much of a game it's going to be or what but it's it sounded cool because it basically is built on this kind of weird ai driven experience you experience um, ai and interaction okay. yeah so so there are these characters that are in the game and they're completely ai driven Here we got the so and and you basically teach these little characters to do things and and yeah the i mean i recommend anyone that's kind of interested in yeah I in mean, artificial well, intelligence to watch the trick because he explains it mm -hmm. but i mean it sounds very experimental and it sounds like it's a game where you're basically training some kind of a like a like a creature or something and that it very much can turn into completely different things based on how that training goes so like it like I said, I I don't know exactly how open ended it's going to be, exactly what's going to be possible, but just listening to this this guy explain this experience and what it could potentially be like had me very intrigued. Like this was something that like and it says it's not going to be exclusive to VR headsets, so it's something yeah. that anyone could experience, but it just the idea of messing with an artificial intelligence and seeing what that could result in sounded yeah, well, cool I mean, the, you know the computing is just so much higher than what it used to be so to be able to like interact with something like this because there, there's definitely games that i've played in in the past not necessarily um not necessarily vr or sorry a ai focus but in terms of just kind of like developing a life or something like uh, black and white comes to mind for computer games or creatures uh, I'm, I'm totally dating myself here but uh, <laughs> But, you know, like this, this immediately like brings me back to that of like, or almost like the Sims, like, right. Where mm -hmm. you get to control certain aspects, but then they kind of develop on their own, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. 
and then um i guess i'll i'll kind of link these these two or three games it looks like two um together because they were both games that have already been released but they're coming to the quest or actually i'll all three i'll mention three games so uh the first two uh are gravity lab and in death unchained so gravity lab was a game that i guess i completely missed it's been out since like the launch of most of the VR platforms, like back in 2016, 2017, I think. Mm -hmm. And it just watching the trailer, it looked really cool to me. It's a lot of physics based games where you're, you know, kind of lining up. Like it's almost like, like, uh, like what, uh, those Goldberg machines or whatever, like finding ways of solving puzzles based on, on, on putting together like cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so like when I saw this, I was like, oh, that looks really neat. I'm interested in it. And then realized, oh, wait, it's already available. And this was a quest announcement. So and, and the reviews are fairly positive. It's just it's it's been out for a while. So this kind of reminded me that um, the quest is kind of a new way that a lot of these developers that can bring their games that were really good on the PC, like back yeah. into prevalence. And, new uh, and to new eyes too yeah exactly so because that's like i said i'm surprised that that i had missed it just because i mean granted there are a ton of things in steam even at the launch of the the headsets but in this and for all i know it also could be because it was slightly before we started the podcast and we weren't as as geared into all the releases but True. um no, but yeah but it yeah yeah it looks neat so i just thought i'd mention it because it definitely got my attention mm -hmm. um and it kind of reminds me of like fantastic contraption or other, like there are certain games like this that work really, really well in VR and they're just a lot of fun and, and very accessible. So I think these are good kind of games for, for kids, at least on the earlier levels where they're not super complicated. Mm -hmm. So, so that's that. I mean, it, and then there's, there's definitely an audience for this type of game too. Right. So it's, yeah. You know, and and in death and the next game in death unchained, um, that's a game that did really well. I know like I have it and I just never got a chance to play it, but I know, I know that, uh, it was highly rated. It still is like in steam and, and the other VR platforms on the PC. And that game is apparently coming to quest now. So again, I mean, it, it was very good on the PC VR from what I understand. So, uh, once again, it's nice to see games that did really well in PC. Life, right. Yeah. Yeah, to to come and 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 get a new audience and and also get the attention of PC people like me. Like if if this game blows up on the Quest, that's going to get people that have PC VR systems back into the game as well. So yeah. it's just nice way of of, oh, of bringing things up. You're, you're absolutely right. Like I feel like I mean I I know we we you know as as a podcast have been uh, on and off in terms of how how up to date we are with things but yeah like, and we have so many games that we have to yeah, play some so games that like, we're all, always like trying to keep up with but yeah it's just yeah. kind of cool that they're I, I mean it sucks that we missed it because it looks like a really cool experience yeah. yeah like i said i have it like i know i bought it mm -hmm. so it's just a matter oh, of like finding there. the time yeah it's a matter of finding the time to play it and then it gets lost in the shuffle of of all the numerous releases that come out mm -hmm. so so like i said these kind of games coming to quest i think is is really good and the next game, and this is the biggest of the three that had a quest, you know, announcement was Onward. Yes. And I don't know, like, I'm not, you know, I wish Damon was on the show because he'd probably be able to speak a little bit more to Onward. 
Um, I don't know if there have been a lot of rumblings of Onward coming to the Quest or not, but uh, it sounded to me like this was like a, an announcement type of uh, situation for Dante and yeah. the Onward team. I mean, it's and Onward has been probably one of the games that has stayed alive and and been you know what i mean like in in that genre because we've definitely heard of other games come and go and i'm i don't want to name any to throw them under the bus but yeah uh, you know onward is definitely there's there's a brand behind onward and i think that um the fact that it's coming to quest now is is huge so when i saw that announcement yep. i mean i i used to get into there regularly right now i am quest only so to be able to jump back in with quest would be awesome yep and then some other notables. Um, I'm just gonna kind of because we need to get need moving. To, I think we need to get um, quadrants. Yeah. So so other notables that I thought LoFi looks great still. Um, I had interviewed the developer of LoFi, uh, uh, Blair Renault, uh, when he was doing a Kickstarter, and so that's still looking good, looking sharp. Uh, Gnomes and Goblins is the John Favreau project that looks like it's gonna see the light of day. And, and if you haven't tried the uh, the demo on that. It's it's really cool. Just go yeah. free. It's and and, and I don't know if it, for anyone out there that's fans of the Mandalorian, um, on the the making of featurettes that came out on Disney Plus for Mandalorian, uh, John Favreau first of all showed off a lot of how they used VR and and the Vive specifically in some of his productions, mm -hmm. but showed that apparently his work directly from Gnomes and Goblins on animating and trying to get emotions out of the, the goblins in, in that game is what led him to the design for baby Yoda. <laughs> I did not know that. that, that and now, cool. yeah. And so now if you, if you look back at what the, 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 the characters look like in gnomes and goblins, mm -hmm. it like totally makes sense. And then literally he explains in that documentary about how, Oh, we, I spent so much time learning about how to like manipulate the ears and the eyes to make these little, you know, creatures look cute and whatever. And yeah. he directly took that experience to the idea of baby Yoda and Mandalorian. So anyways, for people that weren't aware of that, that's kind of like a cool little Easter egg thing to know about. hundred um, percent. And then, yeah, the, the, the last, so, so th I have three more things. Vertigo games remastered. Uh, Vertigo games remastered. That's not right. Uh, Vertigo. Is it, it's called Vertigo, right? Vertigo was the game, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I don't know why I put so Vertigo remastered, uh, and that's coming out. I know if you have the original Vertigo, that you'll get the remaster for free, and that's being developed. Yeah, that's being developed um, alongside Vertigo Two. So I know, I know there's the demo available for Vertigo Two. It's definitely worth checking out for people that haven't seen it already. It's really, really cool. Um, and then this is the game I alluded to previously. Blast On, which is a new game from Resolution Games. They're the makers of Angry Birds VR as well as Akron, which is a really cool asymmetrical uh, VR title that I've, I've mentioned on the show before. And so, I mean, this looks like kind of one-on-one -on -one combat type scenarios. So, but just the pedigree of the developer alone has me interested because I've really liked their, the titles they've released so far are... You know, not that they've been su super, super simple. They're a little bit on the, the more kid-friendly side of things, but they've been really well-polished, like well-received titles. So, yeah. And then, and then the last thing to mention is that we're getting a free vacation simulator update from the folks at Alchemy Labs, and it's called Vacation Simulator Back to Job. So, and it's and it's the idea that uh, 
apparently i think the the tagline that i heard on on one of the the uh interview videos that andrew ike did after the show um was that you know for some people for, for some people uh for or for some uh the vacations are the jobs or mm-hmm. something like that and like yeah, yeah. Okay. basically basically it comes full circle so like and well, and so nice, nice way to tie the games together that's yeah and so and so they're bringing some cool stuff from basically some ideas from job simulator into the into the vacation simulator world and again like the best thing to know about that is that if you already own vacation simulator it's going to be a free update so yeah. and it's coming to all platforms that vacation simulators on uh, i'm i'm not sure if they're all going to release at the same time or not but it, it will eventually be on all those platforms so that's mm-hmm. and yeah that's that's kind of all i wanted to say about the, right, the well, upload should, vr show we should definitely touch on squadron then yeah and, oh um, one other thing to mention before we get into that just a brief contractors vr was, yeah, is like now side. yeah it's available on quest if you for side quest so you can't buy it from the oculus store but if you go onto the side quest store you can get it there and uh i mean contractors is a really awesome multiplayer uh a shooter uh we played a ton of it on the pc side of things and really had a lot of fun and mm-hmm. so it's a game that i'm happy i'm happy it's coming to the quest so now you know onward will eventually be on the quest pavlov vr and contractors on side quest so a lot of these big multiplayer staples on the pc side of things yeah. are now all coming to quest and that's really cool yep yep so all right let's get your yeah. thoughts on squadrons i do yeah you gotta get out soon but I, I wanted to talk about it just because everything looks so cool about it yeah so and let me go so, ahead and share the the trailer on this Steam. yeah and actually be careful with that one because we don't want to any uh i mean hopefully they won't ping us for for showing their trailer but since it's star wars you just oh uh, well i mean I, I won't put the audio on so we'll see okay okay yeah 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 um, but I, I uh audio off so it's it's their promotional trailer anyway so there shouldn't be any problems but um yeah so ea and and this is what i'm kind of talking about some of these bigger announcements they weren't part of the upload vr show but they're coming out you know around this what normally would be e3 time nonetheless Mm -hmm. so ea announced that they're releasing a star wars uh space shooter game uh where you're you know, flying X-Wings and TIE Fighters and all the other various ships. Um, and it's coming to the consoles, obviously, in PC. Uh, but they fir- first and officially, they stated for sure that it's supporting full VR from beginning to end. So you can you can do everything in this game in VR. And the other thing is that they announced that it would be supporting HOTAS controls, which, you know, uh, flight stick and... and, uh, and, and I'm I'm really bad at this because I'm new to, ho- to to these types of games, but whatever it is, they, the throttle throttle control. Yeah, so, okay. so anyways, so I think everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, so this has me really excited. I, I haven't gotten into these games before. Like I know X-wing versus Tie Fighter is you know super super fan favorite, and in general, VR has a lot of you know avid uh, like rabid fans. Uh, playing Elite Dangerous and you know E Valkyrie when it first came out and like tons of other games VTOL, uh, Ultra Wings. Uh, like there's so many games available f- 
for VR platforms that support HOTAS controls. And so what's amazing about this is that it's, you know, an official Star Wars game. Yep. And it has the potential to be something, I mean, basically a spiritual successor to those old PC games where it's not just arcadey. It's kind of a nice balance between realism and arcadey where you feel like you're actually piloting a real X-Wing or a TIE fighter or other ship um, in the Star Wars universe. And so super, super excited about this game. And it actually... October 2nd is the release. Yeah. You can already pre-order uh, this. It's $40 or $39.99. Yeah. Which isn't a bad... I mean, 40 bucks isn't bad. I would still wait. There's no reason to pre-order really until you find out whether it's actually going to be good or not. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I would, I would yeah. wait to see what reviews are going to be like. Um, but... I, I will say that this game prompted me to go ahead and try to go and buy a HOTAS, like a joystick and, and throttle because it just, it got me really excited and it made me realize that I've really wanted to learn how to use one in a lot of these other games. I have so many, like all the games I mentioned, they're all in my steam library. Yeah. And, and me personally, I don't, it's hard for me to play those games with a controller or even like the motion controls, just like trying to pretend like my, my controller is a flight stick when it's not connected to anything. It's just a little bit hard. And so I've, I've read so many people commenting about how super immersive and awesome it is to have like an actual joystick setup. So I went ahead and got one. So um, I'm going to be playing it with all the, all the games I already own. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully I'll be ready for not only this game uh, squadrons, but also Microsoft flight simulator 2020, which whenever that game eventually comes out, like it's been in development for a long time. It looks really cool too. So I'm yeah. not in general, I'm a little bit nervous about my purchase just in terms of, I'll be honest. I'm not like Damon is more of the like hardcore, like simulator type guys. And I'm kind of more of a casual fan when it comes to some of this stuff, but I do have a, a passing interest. Like I, I would love to, to know what these types of games are like. And so now's my chance and, and well, Star Wars Scott squadrons got me excited. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think we should actually do maybe a, a deep dive because I'd be curious to, to get your thoughts on what, um, I guess, HOTAS controller, if that's the right yeah. terminology, wh- yeah. which one you end up going with, uh, sure. just because like, this is a game I definitely want to play, you know, as a, as a yep. Star Wars fan, I think and Star Wars and VR fan, like here's another place of cross collaboration where this would be really cool. Just looking at the trailer looks like an awesome way to, to kind of dive in. Yeah. So I, I think it'd be good for us to maybe do uh, a deep dive into this. And, and like you said, get Damon on just because I was following the the kind of we, we have like a group thread between us. And there was a huge discussion on that back and forth about what's good. So I feel like I, I, I will do my part in terms of jumping in to, to do some research. But maybe once yep. we decide, we can give some recommendations on the pluses and minuses on a future episode. Yeah, no, I agree. And there, there are numerous price points that you can jump in on mm-hmm. HOTAS controllers and stuff. So that's what, yeah. And the, the only downside to the reveal of squadrons, there was a trailer dropped a couple days ago and then today they showed gameplay and they had been promising tons, you know, you're going to see gameplay. And it, honestly, I feel like they didn't show as much gameplay as I wanted, but <laughs> so I'm still, I'm still curious. I, yeah. I want to know more, but I'm super excited about it. And I think that, like you said, this is a huge, this is something that VR does really, really well. It does that, cockpit you know immersive experience so well and so i think this is a potential to bring a lot of people that have been interested in the medium you know over 
Mm-hmm. So well, there's just so much less, and maybe I shouldn't be speaking out of turn here. I, I, but I would assume that there's there's so much less when you don't have to think about room scale. Right? Yeah. So, so you yep. can really focus on a lot of the other elements um, from within the cockpit, and then I guess you know outside of where you're you're going. But um, yeah, man, I don't. Know. I'm I'm really excited for it. I think that they're you know like I said, Star Wars VR. Um, I think what we can do, and I'm, I'm sure the other guys will want to chime in as well. So maybe on a future episode, if there are, if there is, or there are more promotions or mm-hmm. promotional materials released for the game, mm-hmm. we can definitely do a deep dive into that. And maybe, maybe just kind of talk more about, you know, Star Wars and VR and how this is probably the franchise that's really leading the charge. Um, you know, you know, I, you're I, right. No, it has big titles and like they're being pushed titles, by big yeah. developers and like first Oculus now EA and, mm-hmm. and VR and, and really they're, yeah. It, so, you know, like, I, and I think, I think about a lot of the other franchises that dominate, you know, popular culture, whether it's, you know, you think comic books, so like Marvel DC, um, or, you know, something like a Harry Potter, like it's, it's really cool to see star Wars and, and star Wars has always had a natural, uh, link in relationship to to gaming yeah but it's it's awesome to see this kind of just diving in on all fronts right like with yeah. the, the other star wars game that we mentioned in a previous episode i forgot the title but this uh that and squadrons um i think that there's a lot of really cool things and and vader immortal for for folks who haven't played that yet so yep no i totally agree lots of fun stuff all right matt dude this was a jam-packed episode we talked it really i mean we busted through because i know we're kind of a little bit on a time crunch but we, yeah, yeah. I think, I think we covered most of it. No, we, we, we got everything. Well, whatever we miss, that's why we got, that's why we got a news episode for next week. So <laughs> uh, guys, let us know uh, if there is anything we miss, we'd love to read up on it. Um, like I said, or like Ronnie and I have said, there's just so much flying around VR wise, which is a blessing and a curse for, <laughs> for us because we love this stuff. It's just a matter of making sure we're keeping up with it and, and digesting it fully so that we can uh, talk about it with you guys. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to actually jump into maybe some of those games that I didn't even realize were out for Quest right now. So for sure. uh, lots of fun stuff. Let's plan for a game talk this weekend. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, hope you guys have a great weekend. Ronnie, you have a great weekend as well. I'll you too. You soon, man.